Good evening to everyone, to all the viewers. We are again at a special gathering where we read the book of Zohar. And before we'll start reading, we'll listen to the direction from Rav. We find ourselves in the state, in a foggy state, in a weak state. Uh, we feel ourselves groggy, no spark in the eyes, no strength in the body. Everyone feels himself sedated, have sleeping. It's a state that is given to us from above. We have to use it in, in the right manner. From states like these, you cannot reach this, the goal of creation. So it's, so it's, so it's like a laboratory. We have to observe a state like this from a side, so to speak, from, from a second-person perspective. Why is it done to me? We have to observe it. Why did the Creator make me such a weakling that I cannot, not physically, not in my heart, I cannot really make, I cannot perform those true and good actions. And exactly in those states, I'm closer to Him, actually. I reveal how much I need him, how much I need the force from above that on my own I cannot do anything. The state is better. We have to gradually read in Zohar. We have to ask for him to give us strength, the strength of scrutiny, Strength to know why do I have to raise, to wake up, to rise, to connect with the others, who will it give me, etc. So let's read the book of Zohar and uh, we will hope that the influence of this book will help us. And, and so that before the ending, the end of reading, we will find ourselves and feel ourselves in a completely different state. So that we would go from the state of sleepiness towards the state of alertness. So we'll be reading the book of Zohar, first part, preface to the book of Zohar. Introduction to the Book of Zohar, um, part called Torah and Prayer, paragraph 183. And in the morning, when he rises from his bed, he should bless his master, walk into his home, and bow before his hall with great fear. And then he should pray his prayer and take advice from the Holy Fathers as it is written and as for me, by your abundant grace, 
I will come into your house. I will bow to your holy temple in fear of you. Commentary. By your abundant grace is to bless his master for the grace he has done with him. I will come into your house means to enter his house. I will bow to your holy temple means to bow before his hall. In fear of you means with great fear. And then he will pray his prayer. This is why it is said that he should take advice from the Holy Fathers, since the prayer that we pray is the correction of the Holy Shekinah, to extend abundance to her, to satisfy all her deficiencies. For hence, all the requests are in plural form such as, and grant us knowledge from you, or bring us back, our Father, into your law. This is so because the prayer is for the whole of Israel, since all there is in the whole Shekinah exists in the whole of Israel. What is lacking in her is lacking in the whole of Israel. It follows that when we pray for the whole of Israel, we pray for the whole Shekhinah, since they are the same. Thus, before the prayer, we must look into the deficiencies in the Shekhinah to know what needs to be corrected and filled in her. However, all the generations of the whole of Israel are included in the whole Shekhinah. And we no longer need to correct all those corrections that she received from the generations before us. Instead, we must complement them to correct what is still missing in her after their corrections. The Holy Fathers are the inclusion of the whole of Israel. They are the three roots of all 600 souls of Israel from every generation through the end of correction. And all the extensions and bestowals that the whole of Israel extend and receive in all the generations are first received by the Holy Fathers. From them, the abundance reaches the whole of Israel and the generation that extended the abundance. It is so because this is the spiritual order that no branch can receive anything except through its root. Primary elimination remains in the root, and only a part of it extends to the branch. It therefore follows that all the corrections that were already corrected in the Holy Shekinah 
stand and exist in the souls of our Holy Fathers. Hence, one must not enter the house of assembly, of assembly, I apologize, unless he is first consulted with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For our whole prayer is to complement what is still missing in the Shekhinah, after the corrections that have been made in it thus far. Thus, first we must know and extend all the corrections that have already been corrected in the Holy Shekhinah. And then we will know what still needs to be added to them. For this reason, one must not enter the house of assembly before he seeks advice from the Holy Fathers. For, for one must consult the Holy Fathers to know what must still be corrected. And this is possible only after we extend in the Holy Shina everything that the Holy Fathers have already corrected in her. And then we will see what is still missing in her, since they have already established the prayer that is the Holy Shina. The correction of Abraham is called morning prayer. Isaac's correction is called afternoon prayer. And Jacob's correction, evening prayer. Therefore, we must first extend the full measure of correction that they have already corrected in the prayer. Then we will know what we must still pray for and correct, what is still missing in her. We are going to watch the clip of Dr. Michael Lightman and renew our intention, please. I can hear what we read and be only in the story, as if I'm reading some kind of a novel. I exist in this novel and... But when, when we read a novel, we exist in it, we are in it, in our feelings. We, we, we relate to the character and we perform all kinds of actions. We run, we speak, we perform all kinds of actions. I go through all kinds of states. The question is different here. The question here is that you read the story, let's say it awakens you. Do you try to be as close as possible to it? How do you work in your desire? To what extent do you understand what you have to change in order to be in this work? 
this work, look, in our world, uh, when, when you read, even in our world, if you're reading some story, it awakens you to train and to, to prepare for a certain trip, let's say ascend in the mountain, same can occur here. If we talk about the text that awakens us essentially, there are texts that almost do not wake up essentially, that the ones who that speak about technical details. Those texts in, 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 in actuality are even more central inside, but because they, they, they don't close you in a certain imagination. Paragraph 184. One should not enter the house of assembly unless he has first consulted with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and was granted permission. This is because they established the prayer before the Creator. As it is written, and as for me, by your abundant mercy, I will come into your house, which is Abraham, who is mercy. I will bow, bow to your holy temple, is Isaac, from whose side the Malchut is called Hall. In fear of you is Jacob, Tiferet, who is called Terrible. One should first be included in them and then enter the house of assembly and pray his prayer. Then it is written, and he said to me, You are my servant, Israel, in whom I will show my glory. Here, he explains three general corrections that were carried out in a holy Shekinah by the fathers. Abraham corrected her into a home, meaning a permanent residence, in a way one can adhere to her permanently. Just as one is in one's own home permanently. Isaac added a correction and corrected her into a holy temple. This means that the king resides in her permanently, for the king is always in his place. Jacob added a correction and corrected her into fear, which is the gate to the abode, the opening for both the house in the Holy Shekinah and for the Holy Temple in her. As it is written, how terrible is this place and it is the gate of heaven. And once a person includes all those three corrections of the fathers to the fullest, 
can know the full measure that has already been corrected in the Holy Shkina. And he will enter the house of assembly and pray his prayer to correct in the Shkina that is still missing in her. Explanation. Abraham is the root of mercy in the souls of Israel, since he is the one who corrected the Holy Shina into a receptacle for the light of mercy. She received the Hasidim for all the souls of Israel in their fullest. Had it remained so, all of Israel would have been adhered to the Creator permanently. And the Holy Shekinah would be the house of Malchut, filled with every delight and pleasure, and not a single person would wish to part from her for even a minute. However, Abraham's entire correction consisted of making a complete receptacle for the light of Hasidim without any possibility of a flaw. In other words, he elevated the Holy Shekinah into bestowal and contentment upon our Maker and not receive anything for our own delight, for this is the quality and the receptacle of the light of mercy. It is as we learn anyone who says, what is mine is yours, and what is yours is yours, a hesed from the word hesed, mercy, for he does not demand anything for his own pleasure. And since all the restrictions and the whole of the grip of the Sitra Achra are only in the reception for oneself, it follows that by that, he entirely removed the scum of the shells and the Sitra Achra and the Shechina has been established in complete purity. However, that still did not complete the thought of creation, since the essence of the thought of creation was to delight his creatures and the measure of pleasure depends and is measured only by the amount of the desire to receive, where the amount of desire to receive, so is the measure of pleasure from reception. Hence, once the Shina has been corrected, only in a vessel of bestowal, without any reception for oneself at all, which is the departure from reception for the Creator and given only to Him, still no correction has come from that to the basic thought of creation, which comes only by the greatness of the desire to receive. This is why it is written that Abraham begot Isaac. Once Isaac found the Shekhinah in utter wholeness and fulfillment with the light of mercy through Abraham's corrections, he felt the deficiency in her, that she was still unfit for the reception of all that is included in the thought of creation. 
For this reason, he went and corrected her into a receptacle. So she will be fit to receive the desired fullness in the thought of creation. He evoked the desire to receive from the Creator too, but only in reception in order to bestow. This means that he has a great desire to receive, but only because the giver wishes it. Had the giver not wished for it, there would have been no desire in him to receive anything from him. It is known that reception in order to bestow is regarded as actual bestowal. Thus, the Sitra Akhra still has no grip there in this will to receive. For this reason, the Holy Shkina was established by him in the last great wholeness. For now, she was fit to receive all the pleasantness and softness from all the Creator contemplated to delight when they arose in the mind to create them. For this reason, now the Holy Shkina is called For this reason, now the Holy Shkina is called His Holy for now king is in her with all his grandeur and splendor like a king in his palace however with respect to Abraham's correction she is merely called a house meaning the house of Malchut but there his entire glory and majesty were still not apparent, for the glory of a king is apparent only in his special hall. Thus, it is considered that Isaac corrected all the gvura in the souls of Israel, meaning the mitigation of all the judgments in the guidance of the Creator. This is because all the restrictions, the sufferings and punishments that come into the world are only to correct the vessels of receptions of the souls to be worthy of receiving all the goodness included in the thought of creation. And since Isaac had already corrected the Shekinah in this wholeness, by that, all the Gvura had been corrected, since they have already come to their desired goal. Yet, his correction too did not remain so, since the world was still unqualified for the end of correction. Hence, evil Esau came out of him, who corrupted his correction and did not endure in it to be receiving only in order to bestow, as Isaac had corrected. Instead, he failed in self-reception. That is, even when he discovered that the giver did not want him to receive, he still wished to receive for his own pleasure. 
Valkes, the shells and the Sitra Achra clung to him, referring to being ruddy and hairy. For this reason, he lowered the legs of Malchut into the shells once more. As it is written, and her legs go down to death. And when Jacob saw the corruption of evil Saul, he went and corrected the holy Shina with the quality of fear, as it is written, with his hand holding on to Esau's heel. This is because Jacob saw the corruption of Esau, and in the Shekinah, he corrected himself with great fear until he raised the Shekinah to a crown over his head by which he gripped to the two corrections, Abraham's and Isaac's, at the same time, and no flaw came out of him. However, this correction is still not the end of correction since the fear is similar to fear of sin. Since Esau, Esau's heel caused him that fear without sinning like him. But at the end of correction, Esau's heel will be cancelled. As it is written, death will be swallowed up forever. At that time, the fear will be only because the Creator is great and rules over everything. For himself, Jacob certainly attained that real fear as well. But for the whole of Israel, that correction still remains for all the generations following him until the end of correction. It is written, and as for me, by your abundant mercy, I will come into your house. This is Abraham, mercy, since Abraham corrected her into the house of Malchut, filled with abundance, with the light of mercy. I will bow to your holy temple, is Isaac, on whose side Malchut is called a temple. Since Isaac corrected her into being the holy temple, for the grandeur and glory of the King, befitting the Creator. In fear of you is Jacob, Tiferet, who is called terrible, since Jacob corrected her with the quality of fear. By that, he corrected her into being a receptacle for all the corrections of Abraham and Isaac together. It must first be included in them. For now, will he know what is still left from the Shekinah to correct? For how will he know what is still left to correct? In, left for the Shekinah to correct if he does not include himself in all those three corrections that the Holy Fathers have already corrected in her. That is, he should take upon himself to behave according to those corrections. And this is considered that he was included in their quality. And only after he is included in all three corrections of our Holy Fathers will he begin to correct the Shekhinah from the place Jacob the Patriarch had left for us.
elevate fear to the quality of exaltedness because he is great and rules over everything. Afterwards, he will enter the house of assembly and will pray his prayer. That is, he should pray and extend the upper lights in her with the fear of exaltedness to bring her into the end of correction. Then it is written, and he said to me, you are my servant Israel in whom I will show my glory. Okay, we were saying goodbye and we're watching the clip of Rav.